What's going on, Love Quest Nation? Thank you for tuning in to the Love Quest Podcast. Get your Bibles ready, get your notebook, get your coffee, get some water, whatever you need to do, and get ready to receive. The time is right now. Let's go. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for the word tonight. We thank you that you are in our midst Thank you that you have invited us in your midst. Thank you that you are here in your fullness. I said you are here in your fullness. And I know I serve a God that does not show up to entertain. He does not show up in vain. God always has glory on his mind. So, Lord, we expect nothing less but glory to manifest in people's lives tonight. We understand just as you died that some might be saved. That some is predicated on people choosing you. And so we also understand tonight as as much as you are here in your fullness, only some will choose to pull on the hem of your garment. So, Lord, I pray that you still bust through the hardest heart, that you tap on the numbest soul, that you press through the darkest eyes. And, Lord, do something that only you can do tonight. Your children are ready. We're thirsty. We're hungry. And your word promises that those that are hungry and thirsty for righteousness shall be filled. And Lord, I've tried so many different things and none have quenched my thirst. None have satisfied my hunger as you have, Lord. So I'll end my prayer and start tonight's word by testifying that the Lord is good and he's worthy to be praised in Jesus name have a seat um if you don't mind you can get me a few people up here in these chairs I don't know you know what I'm saying right here we get a few we got one two three four five people right here if you don't mind that would be amazing Thank you. You ain't scared. You're not scared. There we go. Come on. We got a couple seats right here. Amen. Amen. We got uh, one, two, three, four seats right there. I'm sure. Won't nobody bite you. Okay. Say, Lord, help. I really need to hear. Holy Spirit, help me have elite hearing, elite seeing. Enrich my hearing. Enrich my seeing. I declare that I am good ground. So as you sow the word, I will reap a harvest tonight. 
This word will not be preached or taught in vain. So preach on. Give me that fire. Give me that word. Don't hold back in Jesus' name. Just in case some of y'all wasn't praying for me, I'm just going to help you pray for me. <laughs> it's my first Wednesday back in three weeks, four weeks, three weeks, something like that. I'm super excited. Um, I left off dealing with the anointing and then the mighty men and women of God picked up and held it down. And I pray that I can uh, possibly hold up the standard that was continued and set. But I feel I have something very important to share. It's in the line of the anointing, but there's, there, over, over years, things are always taught. Bible's always taught. And it would not be fair of God to not give us fresh revelation or another door or window for us to be able to see something that will, same word, but just kind of see it a little different. Same loaf of bread, but this bread got, 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 got a hummus on it. You know what I'm saying? This, you know what I'm saying? You can have the same bag of tortilla chips, but some people don't want to dip it in the hummus. They want the ranch. They want to dip it in the salsa. I'm hungry. Right? Right. Same pizza dough, but 20 different pizzas. Same bread, but the Lord continues to reveal himself. That's why angels are relentlessly crying holy. And this is why he tells you to keep looking at him because if you look at him long enough, he'll represent himself to you every time. So you can never be bored in Jesus. You just got to withstand the storms of boredom. It's very dangerous when you allow yourself to get bored with your faith. A bored Christian is a sign that you took your eyes off Jesus. Amen. Let me, let me, let me go. My, my point tonight, Romans 1, I yearn to come and be face to face with you and get you, get to know you. For I long to impart, this is my desire, this is why me and my family moved to Canada. This is what we're here for. This is why we show up even when we don't feel like it. This is why we will love relentlessly. Because our number one desire has become God's number one. Or God's number one desire has become my number one desire. And that is to see you excel in the things of God and in the kingdom of God. It is, I long to impart to you. Impart. Let me help you. I cannot impart something that I am not taking part in. Oh, I'm going to preach to you tonight and I pray you have higher hearing tonight. I can, you cannot impart something you don't got. So you can go teach somebody, but if you won't receive the Holy Ghost helping you, you can't help nobody else. If you can't prophesy, if the Lord ain't gave you a prophetic word about your bad attitude, please stop telling other people about their bad attitude. How you got eyes to see my mess, but you ain't got eyes to see your stanky self. All these parking lot prophets that's walking around with an independent spirit. Holy Spirit will never keep you from the body. Did he prophesy that to you? Impart to you some spiritual gift. 
that will empower you to stand strong in your faith. So the only thing I can offer you is what he's offered to me and I've received from him. I am filled with the Holy Ghost. I do have my heavenly prayer language, my devotional prayer language, okay? And when he chooses, as the word says, he can come up on me with the gift of tongues, which requires interpretation. That's a whole nother conversation. For, so for people who like tongues ain't for me because he just ain't gave me the gift. He ain't just gave nobody the gift. He gives the gift when he feels like it. But the devotional tongue is for everybody. I'll give you scripture. I don't care what you say. Sorry you've been weirded out about it, but there's nothing hurtful or harmful about praying in tongues. It's edifying. For I long to impart to you some spiritual gift that will empower you to stand. I pray that whatever impartation takes tonight uh, is given to you tonight, it contributes to your what? Standing. You gotta stand before you run. You gotta stand before you walk. You didn't go from your belly to walking when you was a baby. <laughs> you stood and leaned into walking. And so many of us want to start off walking and running without learning how to stand. Now, the first step to stand, to, 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 the first step to walking ain't crawling, it's standing. Because we still got adults crawling. Because you don't know how to what? Walk. Well, you'll never get from crawling to walking without learning how to stand. Okay. Here we go, Lord. Tonight, I want to talk from the idea, the thought, the topic of the realm of the anointing. Learning to conduct life in high places at high levels. I want you guys to understand the anointing, it exists in a realm and the anointing comes to pl place you in that realm. And not just place you in the realm, but the anointing is so you can operate in realms that naturally you, you cannot stand. Right? I've been anointed to withstand persecution. Because even when you don't feel like, when you feel like cursing somebody out, when you feel like pushing back, the anointing, if you lean into it, it'll allow you to stay at high places and not come down to other people low places. And man, when I started seeing the anointing this way, I could tell you, you empowered to preach, you anointed to preach, you anointed to teach, you anointed to sing. But I feel like the Lord is saying there's so much more. Why are anointed people sometimes functioning in anointing. I get our worship team all the time. I say, I want anointing, not gifts, talents. We got that. But, but the only way that we're going to stay at this level is functioning in anointing. And maybe you can fool some of these natural people, but you can't fool another anointed man or woman. Because an another anointed man or woman is in the same realm as you. Right? And if you don't understand realm, then you will always go in and out of the giftings and the callings and the strength and the consistency. If you don't understand, you were created to live in another realm. 
we're in this world, but we're not of this world. The world is a realm. He overcame realms. <laughs> he has all authority over all realms. And when you go look up the word realm, the first word came up was kingdom. <laughs> first word came up was kingdom. Then you saw dominion and you saw these other and when we say we weren't saved or created to just exist or cope create or to win we're created to dominate to rule and reign we were, we were created to rule more than we were created to 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 own you can own but not rule there's many owners that's losing their mind Lord, help me get past this first scripture. Jesus. Now the Lord is the spirit. Full stop. I was on my way reading this, Elder John. And he said, you'll never understand the one if you don't understand the three. And you'll never understand the three if you don't understand the one. He's three in one. And a part of why you suffer in some of you with your relationship with Jesus is because you don't have a relationship with his spirit. <laughs> and he gave his spirit to help you have a relationship with him. <laughs> I want you to see what this said. Now the Lord is the spirit. It didn't say now the Lord is a spirit. The Lord is the spirit that's why he can say I'm going to die I'm going to rise and I will come back to you how in way of his spirit so you can't separate Holy Spirit you can't try to get revelation in the word and don't have a relationship with the Holy Ghost Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is. He corrected me on the way here. We always say where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. How many people always say that or sing that song and walk out of here with no freedom? I want to I I go just a little bit, just a little bit deeper, right? Because now the Lord is the Spirit, and we know the Lord to be the anointed one. So, it is safe to say that where the spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty. Not where it's spiritual. <laughs> Some of you come in here spiritual. You come in here looking for miracles, not the Lord. You come in here for an encounter, not the Lord. So you'll try new age, you'll try uh, the, the witchcraft, you'll try tarot cards, you'll try palm reading, you'll try all these things. You'll come in here and dance. And some people are attracted to our church because they experience spiritual. And that's why we have the word is because you got to have some depth that, 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 that separates you from the spiritual world and the spirit of God. 
We got to be a church that people can see a difference between the false prophets performing miracles and the true church performing miracles. And so it's where the spirit of the Lord, there is freedom. That's why you can come in here and oh, celebrate the sun. Look at what he's done. And then you walk out of here. Bound. You were spiritual. That's why you're on YouTube. Some of you looking, you, you just look, you're, you're, you're like people chase tornadoes. You're just chasing revivals. You're chasing miracles. And you're chasing, you, you know, you, and then that's where people be like, dude, they're weird, man. They're weird. They're just, they just weird. They just want to pass out and fall out and they, they want to roll all over the place and make bird noises. And we just want to do all this weird stuff. So the only way God is going to restore people from being turned off from his true spirit is he got to find places that will lay down a firm foundation with all five folds in place, with authority in place, not leaving certain parts of the body out because we're insecure and afraid. But he says where the spirit of the Lord is, in other words, you ready? You ready? Where the anointing is, there is freedom. <laughs> Not where it's spiritual. So stop chasing spiritual camp meetings. I'm, I mean, I'm down to take them down. You know what I'm saying? I don't need y'all just holding it right now. Hold night. You can take them down and we can close the thing. We can get everybody in here. I don't mind. Who knows, sometimes we need to, when I see stuff in the Bible, it was like, it was no more room. They was up here like this. He said there's emancipation from bondage, true freedom. True freedom. Not, not, not like uh, rave freedom. Not like hippie festival freedom. Right? Not like ecstasy, not like weed freedom, not like, you know what I'm saying? Not like pills freedom, not cocaine freedom. Right? Not drunk freedom. True freedom. And we all with unveiled face. What does unveiled mean? Unveiled face mean? It means exposure. Meaning now we got a clear picture. As we look at him, he reflects back to us who we are. There's no veil. There's no separation. So the longer I look at him, the higher I go in him. So the enemy does not mind you being hot and cold sometimes. He don't mind the inconsistent saying. He don't mind. But the people who stand firm and are not moved, you are such a threat. Can you stand long enough for someone to go out there in the world, do what they do, and three years later, you still where they, they last saw you? You ever go back home? Like, Well, maybe y'all home. So for me, 
I go back home, there's still certain liquor stores in the same spot. There's still certain street signs in the same spot. May got a little spray paint on it. You might get some spray paint on you standing. You might get some wounds standing. But whatever, you weathered the years of storms long enough for somebody to go away, come back, and find the street they needed. We all with unveiled faces continually seeing as in a mirror the glory of the Lord. Those people who continually see those free people are progressively being transformed into his image from one degree of glory to even more glory which comes from the Lord who is the Spirit. I find it very, very, very cool how they're making on the top end and the bottom end very clear that the Lord is the Spirit. Your Savior is the Spirit in you. So if you feel with the Holy Ghost, same Jesus that went to the grave and rose live in you. Y'all, y'all, no, no, no. See, this, this would light your little born Christian self on fire if you knew that the same Jesus you read about actually lives in you. How does that happen? I don't even know if I'm going to get to it. But, but, but if you got kids, a part of you live in them. Your DNA literally is it literally. You, 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 ready, you ready for this? Even some of your ways, they are born into. I think there's a place I might get to that in here. I'm just afraid I'm not getting to it. And I'm just trying to, you know, give you a sneak preview real quick. I said this last time. I thought it was good. So I'm going to say it again. Money can make you an owner. But anointing in favor of the Lord will make you a ruler. So all y'all people who trying to get your money, where your anointing at? You got favor with the Lord or just a good job? <laughs> when the Holy Spirit, the, the anointing is when the Holy Spirit smears the anointed one's perfection on your imperfection concealing your weaknesses in his glory the anointing what are we talking about tonight the anointing say the anointing trying to wake you up look look I'm, I'm, I'm as tired as a lot of y'all right but the anointing is on me right now he moving like I tried to take a little nap in the car on the way here but the Holy Ghost just kept talking like when you see when you understand that you can't sleep when heaven is moving <laughs> I, I really pray by the time y'all leave you realize my whole goal is to get you to understand what really is in you when you say you filled with the Holy Ghost I want you to understand I think, I think our team going to try to hold it together. Okay. I know we, yeah, if we close that, guarantee they come inside. Amen. Go and close it on them. Close that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I love it. 
Say, the glory of the Lord is upon me. All right, let's try to make some ground. You ready? Y'all with me? Y'all with me? Judah, you doing such a good job over here, bro. You killing it, man. You killing it. Maybe you can leave one. Some folks might want some coffee or something. Um, Yeah, you can open that one for sure. Y'all ready? All right, let's do this. To be anointed is not merely for purpose. I'm going to wait till they close it. I feel like the Holy Ghost closing us in. (laughs) Good. All right. Thank you. To be anointed isn't merely for purpose. It is for position. I'm trying to. The anointing restores us to our position of dominion. I'm going to talk to you how he was talking to me because it's crazy to me too. It sounds crazy to me too. The anointing restores us to our position of dominion. You can't exist in the realm. You can't push back darkness without the anointing. Not by might nor by power, but by his spirit. To be anointed isn't merely about, Lord, anoint me to preach this sermon. You following me? Lord, anoint me to sing this song. No, 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 no. I have been anointed to take my seat back. Understand, Adam didn't need to be anointed. So what the anointing does is reposition me to where Adam, the authority he had before he gave up his position. What we lost in the fall was position. We gave the enemy a right. We gave, that's why when Jesus came back, he was offering him his position back by taking the shortcut. So he says, if you worship me, I'll give you power over all of these kingdoms. Jesus said, I I didn't come to do it that way. There's no shortcut to this authority. I gotta take this thing back legally. This is all legal. So, 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 So you can't just be cute and get God's favor. What what do you mean, Pastor T? Say realm. The Lord told Adam, do not eat from this one tree. And that tree was the knowledge of what? What did that tree do? The moment he ate from that, they ate from that, it opened his eyes to a realm the Lord did not need him or want him to have access to. So now because that realm of sin 
has been opened up to us, we now need the anointing to combat that and still walk in sonship. You can't walk in the fullness of the victory that the blood has won without the anointing and the anointed one on your life. So when Adam fell, he fell from position because he was greedy and wanted more access. And the devil came and said, you know what? The Lord's trying to keep you out of this realm. That's <laughs> why so you got people who want to just go experience realms. <laughs> but you enter the wrong realm and it'll kill you. <laughs> the anointing costs. <laughs> okay. I, I, how, how did I write this? You can get my phone. My phone. I just, since I hit that, I just want to, I just want to, I just want to, sometimes it's just such, 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 uh, where did it go? Where did it go? Uh, there you go. Where you go? Where you go? Thank you, Jesus. Genesis three. Yes. He said, don't eat from that tree. It will open you up. Open your eyes to a realm good evil here you go the knowledge of good evil knowledge introduces you to realms it's why some people like reading certain books because it takes your imagination away I'm a talking it's why we get high because it takes us to another realm it's how we drink because it takes us to another realm it's why we want to have sex because it takes us to another realm this is why when you go into different communities you enter into other realms And here we go just walking around satisfied with earth realm when he seated us at a higher realm. And I'm trying to help just, a f if I could just get three people tonight to say, oh, uh-uh, never again. I'm about to take my seat and I'm not about to let the enemy fool with me no more like this. Right? I'm not about to let you punk me, lie to me, talk me. I I've been seated and we're going to see where you've been seated. I'm trying to help you get your, take your seat back. You are co-heirs with the anointed one. Join seated with the anointed one. Uh, you sitting here around Patty, Patty Cake, Patty Cake Baker Man Church. And all we want is community groups. And, and all we want is just to be, to be babied in the faith in the Bible. We'll tell you in a minute. Can we leave these elementary things? Hebrews 6 tells you. It, what, when we going to leave elementary? When we going to stop find, trying to find a church for buddies? You got a whole lot of demons want to be buddies. Go to church to look for sonship, not buddies. So knowledge introduces you to realms. Understanding gives you keys to realms. And wisdom and anointing gives you authority in realms. I'm going to say that again for you. I'm going to give it to you. You can't Google this. Your house is anointed. The men and women in this house is anointed. Knowledge introduces realms. Understanding gives you keys to realms. This is why you got to stay off them porn sites. That's a realm you don't want to fool with. 
That's why you, oh, dating online. What the heck? I mean, listen, I know they got Christian, Christian online, whatever it's called. I don't really care. But, but you know what I'm saying? Like, like, understand, if God leads you to dating online, then go ahead and do that. You can, some of you can barely watch church online. <laughs> but you got the attention span to pick a date. You know when you log in and you feel sneaky. Like I ain't never seen nobody posting. <laughs> Understanding gives you keys to realms. And wisdom and the anointing gives you authority in realms. Before I got here, before my wife and I got here, I had to learn how to exercise Authority, but I couldn't exercise authority without understanding, understanding how God wired me. Understanding that even if I had zeal, it wasn't time for me to release certain things God showed me or told me. He said, you have zeal with no knowledge. Can you be trusted at high levels? Do you have the self-discipline or God going to show you something, you're going to be messy about it. Or every time you got a word, you want to share it in the parking lot. Let me help you out. Not everybody is receiving what you're saying. It's love quest. So we're going to listen. <laughs> trying to tell you, fall in line and fall in order and allow yourself. If you got really a word from the Lord, find some accountability to pull up with you and say, hey, Elder John or Elder Roseanne or, or one of the leaders, hey, I got a word I want to share with somebody. Can you walk over here with me? Because you give somebody a word, and they go home and get that word to their spouse, and their spouse come back shooting. That's extreme, but what I'm telling you is that, that, that word you give somebody could go to court. We out here trying to be deep, but go and get a word to the judge. Yeah, prophecy, being prophetic in court, and, and you know what I'm saying? Like, if somebody, especially you fellas, pulling women to the side. Amen. I think so. I think so. The blood of the anointed one purchased our rights back. The anointing, the Holy Spirit equips us and escorts us. The Holy Spirit equips us and then escorts us. What is our vision? Equip and what? Mobilize. The Holy Spirit equips us and then escorts or mobilizes us into the realm in which access was granted through the blood of the Lamb. Out of God's grace and his love for you, there are some places you will never be allowed to walk in, spiritually speaking. There are some demonic influences. There are some oppressions that you can never deal with without walking in sonship. The anointing restores back to us and us back to him to it 
the position, the posture, and power we fell from in the garden. The anointing puts back on me what Adam naturally carried in him. He was the first person created after the Lord said, let them have dominion. Don't eat from there. Don't enter that realm. You were made to only know good and God, not evil and sin. And this is why living a life without clinging to the Lord is super dangerous. I will tell you right now, here's a dating tip. Whoever you dating, if they do not cling to the Lord, that person you meet ain't who they called to be yet. So don't put all your eggs and ducks. Find you a clinger. Make sure they cling to God for they cling to you. You don't need somebody that, I know you want attention, but you don't need a man clinging to you. You don't need a woman clinging to you. You need someone clinging to the Lord. He said the anointing restores back to us and us back to it, the position, our rightful place. The Bible says when he got up, we took, we took joint seats with him. Then our posture, the anointing is what causes me to walk in a room no matter my insufficiencies or my fears. And you like, man, Pastor T, you so bold. Let me help you. I'm anointed and I am fully surrendered to the spirit of God. So even if I feel ins my insecurity will never override what God is unctioning me to do. I've, I've learned that a long time. I've, I've made too many, I've passed up too many times where, when the Lord was training me saying, say this, do that. Go apologize. Nope, you're going to stand up right now. Go up right now. I know it sounds crazy. Go up right now and say it. And it's all been in order. So let me help some people out. If the Holy Spirit tell you to come interrupt me, that ain't the Lord. It's just trying to, because folks be crazy. Folks be crazy. Holy Spirit might say, I need you to go tell Pastor T something. I need you to, it's, it's urgent, cool. Go, go get one of the elders, say, hey, I got something the Lord is saying right now. Right? And if the Lord tell you to interrupt the service, it's going to be for a reason. Right? Learning how to hear like a son, not an insecure orphan. You're trying to hear God with orphan ears. Abandonment issues. And you're like, I can't hear from the Lord. Why we, we ain't got no relationship. Well, what you gonna do to get that relationship that you were designed to have? That's why you gotta get other, there's all this extra stuff out of your ears. Because that extra stuff is coming from a different realm that you're called to. The anointing only mission is all things pertaining heaven on earth. <laughs> okay. The only reason the anointing is up on me is for heaven on earth. It's to advance the kingdom of God. To do the good work of the Lord. How Jesus of Nazareth was anointed 
went around doing what? Good. And in particular, what? Healing all who were oppressed. But then Jesus would tell you, he said, well, if the Holy Spirit delivers you, then the kingdom has come up on you. You see Lord and Spirit right there. He's like, I know as much as you think the woman with the issue of blood, I healed her. No, I told you her faith healed her. She went from that sick house and crawled into a realm, the hem of his garment, wherever that anointing goes, you don't need to make eye contact, which he didn't. You don't need to touch her, which he didn't. All you need to touch is it. And this is why we work so hard to guard the anointing so you eliminate spooky. When you walk on anointing proper, anointed property, healing begins once you walk on the property. I don't, I don't need to always lay hands on you. We don't always need to pray for you at the altar in an anointed house. All you need to do is reach up and touch the hem of his garment. He said that the earth is my what? Footstool. What's at the foot? The garment. The hem of his garment. And that's why we fight in here against messiness. You're not going to taint the anointing in here. Go to another church. We're not starving for members. We're starving for kingdom citizens. The anointing is in this place, and God is looking for a place that will handle his presence with precious care. And you can't be no coward. You can't be afraid to have tough conversations guarding the anointing. And some of you, the reason why you can't step into your anointing is because you're too afraid to walk in spirit and truth, have tough conversations. If I'm like, I don't want to talk about that, it's not anything personal. I'm trying to guard the anointing. And if I enter into that kind of conversation, I enter into a realm. Stop looking at conversations, it's just words. If life and death is in the power of the tongue, that means life's realm and death's realm is in your mouth. And that's why you will be held accountable for how you talk, because you release atmosphere, not just words. The anointing places us in the realm in which we must conduct all kingdom business from. Can't conduct kingdom business without the anointing. When you go in that business meeting, that's why you take time to get out of your flesh, to enter into the realm of sonship in your spirit, and you approach that boardroom as a son, not a slave willing to sign a contract because you just want to start a business and tell everybody you got a business. You just want to post. Some stuff, stop rushing just to have content. He says, giving thanks to the Father who has qualified us to share in the inheritance of the saints in the light. The incomparable Christ, the anointed one, the Father has delivered and drawn us to himself. See, I'm trying to snatch you from yourself. 
you've been drawn from yourself to himself you got to get this people this is why if you get this you won't be so easily offended you won't be so insecure when you understand whose arms you've been snatched into no 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 he don't need to snatch you again you just need to wake up you're already in his arms you're already seated at the right hand you just need to wake up see what we don't understand is how the spirit man can travel so you could have been you you spirit man could have been seated at the right hand but every day you wake up you just like to exist in the earth realm instead of waking up and that's why he say when you wake up our father which art in realm hallowed be thy name thy kingdom hallowed be when I connect with him praise with him if God inhabits the praise of his people then he's bringing his realm to mine he's not just hey son no he's bringing his realm that's why you ready when somebody come in the house with a funky attitude and you was in a good mood you feel it they brought a realm Stop entering relationships where every day you got to fight against a realm. Well, 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 they just so funny at the expense of living in darkness all the time. Well, they just have good sex. Well, at the expense. Oh, well, that's so fun at the expense of you going in and out of your seat. Have you ever seen somebody in church that's always getting up? It's a distraction. And you wonder why you can't get focused and get no, like get somewhere in life. And you can't walk in the fullness of your deliverance. You can't because you won't sit in your seat long enough. You keep, okay, Jesus, I'm going to go over here. And then I'm going to go back over here and part. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. And I'm going to be in this realm. How many realms you go in and out of every week? And you wonder why. He said, don't give other realms a foothold. Don't give a window, a door. Don't give space to things that will, they have, man, the enemy got a legal right. I want you to see this. He's delivered and drawn us to himself out of the control. Man, I, don't, I, don't, I just want three people to understand that where you've been struggling to get out of, you, 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 the, the, you just got to get up and walk out. No, not in the simplest form. But getting up and walking out is starting to pray and starting to have, a, have re, getting your word and starting to hang out with the right people. And by and by, it doesn't matter. Your feelings will catch up. Stop looking for feelings as evidence. Father's delivered and drawn us to himself out of the control and the dominion, out of the dominion or out of the, wait a minute, there that word go again. He has delivered and drawn us to himself out of the control and the realm of darkness. And he has transferred us out of the realm of darkness into the kingdom or into the realm of the son of his love. You looking for love from somebody 
who's struggling to love. Like all of us humans, like we learning how to love. We got needs. And the only reason we got as many needs as we have is because Adam and Eve took that bite. The only person we needed in the garden was God. That's why he's like, where did you go? I was everything. So I need you to see this. What your flesh telling you you need, you really don't need. The Bible says that that sin nature, that carnality, is man's nature without the Holy Ghost. And then you go forth to Ephesians 1.19, look what it say. I pray that you will continually experience the immeasurable greatness of God's power made available to you through... So you mean to tell me that God's power, the immeasurable power, limitless, it was made available for every last one of us. Through faith. Healing was made available for the woman with the issue of blood through her faith. He says, your faith made you whole. Then, you ready? Then, your lives will be an advertisement of this immense power. Where is it at work? Come on, where is it at work? I love how I didn't just say in me because the anointing is meant to go through you. You want that anointing to increase? Release it. (laughs) Stop running. You want to be bolder? Increase the little bit of boldness you got. And how many of you like the one talent you keep burying? Every day you keep burying your little bit of boldness. I don't care if you got to... Stop, leave me alone. I don't care if you got to scream scared. But you're going to have to start somewhere. You're going to have to obey God somewhere. You're going to have to develop obedience. He's so good, he starts with little stuff. Hey, pick, pick that napkin up over there in the church. you like, that ain't mine. He's like, this ain't even about your napkin. This is, I'm trying to tune your hearing. You so natural, you can't even understand that. That's me trying to tell you to exercise dominion because I told you that you subdue the land. I actually put y'all in charge of keeping the world clean. Sorry, not the world, the earth. The world is a system. I cause you, the grass is green because of y'all. I mean, uh, yellow because of y'all. Animals turning on each other because of the ocean is polluted because of y'all not stewarding the land. Yeah, I know the alleyway is full of needles and I know somebody put a bed in front of the fence. But if this is y'all property, exercise stewardship and dominion in the least resistant places. So when you start lifting weights, you might start off little just to see where you at. You don't start off at max weight when you first start training. 
But God has been trying to help you develop hearing and obedience where it's least resistance. And if you can't obey God where there's least resistance and where you got help, then you really think you're going to start that ministry? You really think you're going to serve over there? Not here. Let me tell you, the worst thing that you could do is serve at a church where the pastor don't got eyes to see. Advertisement. This is the mighty power that was released when God raised Christ, the anointed one, from the dead. Oh, wait, 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 what was he talking about? The power that is at work through you. Wait, the same power, it was released when he was raised from the dead. Wait, something hidden here is you can't walk in resurrection power. Till you die to yourself. You can't resurrect nothing that's dead. Not dead. You got to die first to yourself. You got to stop walking in your own will, your own understanding, your own philosophies, your own, this is what I see. This is how I see it. When God raised Christ from the dead, that same power is working in you. Now, why would he decide to purchase you through the blood so he can live through you? Why? Why? I really, Lord, please help me where I can't help these people. I really need you to do whatever it takes to try and fathom that your Savior is not on pages. He's in you. Now, I really need you to get this. I really need you to get this. You stop selling yourself short. So you stop letting the lies of the enemy just diminish your greatness. So you stop looking around for other people to comfort you and make you feel like you're worth something. Or do you really not believe Jesus got up? If somebody defeated death and the grave and I found out he lived in me, the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead lives in me. Jesus did not have another spirit. You don't got Holy Spirit Junior. Man, I'm, I'm, I'm staying here. I really need you to get this. The same spirit that helped Jesus keep his betrayer by his side. So tell me who you can't love. The same spirit that set tired just to pray with people, love people, feed people. So tell me who you don't got time for because you've been working all day. 
the same Holy Ghost that helped Jesus go from courthouse to courthouse, beat, bruised, humiliated, and not say one word. The same spirit that gave Jesus the strength to hang on a cross in between two thieves and say, Lord, forgive them. They coming with me. Who you can't forgive? That same spirit This really boils down to you really believe. He says, raised him from the dead, exalted him to the place of highest honor and supreme authority in the heavenly what? Realm. You, people, you're you going you to have to get this. You're going to get, you're going to learn today. It's that, that, that immeasurable greatness of God's power has been made available. Which means I don't actually have to ask for God's power. He made it available. So when the Bible says, while I was yet a sinner, he died. And then he got up while I was yet a sinner. While I was yet a sinner, he made his power available for me. But the way through, back to it, was through the door, Jesus Christ. Through my faith. Then, then when I walk in this, when I exist in this continually, when I experience this, when I truly encounter Jesus, not church. Church attendance is totally different than habitual surrender. You can keep, y'all can keep coming to church. Let me tell you something. Don't nobody got to beg you to come to church and don't nobody got to beg you to serve when you truly walk with the Lord. Like don't nobody got to beg you to do nothing because when the Lord consumes you, it is your reasonable service. You want to serve God because you know how precious, you know what he's done for you. You want to create a space where he can do the same thing for people week after week. When you really walk with Jesus, you are not going to hold back and let fear hold you back sharing the gospel because you know how good he's been and you know what he could do for you. Your lives. This realm. And now he is exalted as first above every ruler. He's what? One more time. He's what? You, I'm going somewhere. You got to get this. He is what? Exalted. One more time, a little louder. He is what? Exalted. Above every what? Every what? And? And? Oh, so some of y'all be tripping on the government, knocking on the door. Hey, let us back in the building. What if you went after God like that?
He's been exalted above every <laughs> and realm and realm. He's been exalted above every realm of power. He who has been exalted above every realm of power lives in you. He, he, he is gloriously enthroned over every name that is ever praised, not only in this age, but in the age that is coming, and he alone. This for all you say, folks, who think you need that, him, her, that, and it, and there. He alone is the leader, and he alone is the source of everything needed in the church. He just told you, you don't need none of that. You just need him. God. And well, let me, let me, let me, so you understand, we still talking about the anointing and the anointed one. The anointed one is the source of everything needed in the church. If the church ain't anointed, you ain't making no impact in your community. You just waiting for people. You spending money on advertisement. God has put everything beneath the authority of Jesus Christ and has given him the highest rank above all others. Who? The anointed one has this position. I want you to see this. I, I really need y'all to see this. The one that has all authority in his hand. Living. So when you say you feel with the spirit whom the Lord is, you not feel with the spirit and you love Jesus. You not feel with the spirit and Christian. If you say you feel with the spirit, you are filled with all dominion. You're, you're filled. He, Jesus brought a realm with him. Man, you, 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 you gotta, you, you, it ain't just, oh, this little Christmas figure. This little baby, the Jesus baby, the little baby boy. No, we didn't dumb, we didn't Northern American Jesus, we didn't pimp Jesus out. To the point where he can't show up because we can't relate. See, I'm, I'm, I'm talking, I'm talking, I'm, I'm, the Lord said this, Elder John, he said, I need my people. See, uh, anything in its rawest form is its most potent and it's going to be the most expensive. Remember that time vanilla went on sale? Just, for, for, you went, I, I went to Costco and put vanilla in my basket and we went up to the, uh, to the, uh, to the, to the teal. Oh yeah, we, we don't need no vanilla today. We're going <laughs> to. We gonna use bananas in place of banana, honey. Right, right. I need y'all to see this. I need y'all to see this. Y'all can't go another day thinking the way y'all came in here thinking. The Lord said, I, "I really need you guys to experience pure me, and do not be afraid." to put me before the people because me is really radical. Like, like the anointed one is, right. eat my flesh. 
the stuff he was saying had folks like so 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 we can't be a church to function in pure anointing built on the, found, the, 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 the foundation of the apostles and prophets. We can't be afraid to restore the pureness of Jesus. And just because you teach where he was born at and because you know how many centimeters he was from, from the wicker shop down in Jerusalem, I don't care about none of that. I'm talking about a pure Jesus, the anointed one. The yoke-destroying, burden-removing power of God. We will not impact or save our city without signs and wonders. Preaching alone will not save people. If preaching plants the seed of the gospel, but blind people, lost people need to see evidence. Not only in this age, he says, He said, and we now, now we, we, now we, he, now we, we, now, we, but out, now we, we, now we. His church are his body. Wait, why, why you just tell me how much authority he has? and how high above he is, and then say, we his body on earth. And that which fills him who is being filled by it. He says this, right? Anyone who has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say then show us the Father? So I am going to take it a step further but a step down Jesus himself he says when you see me you see the father it should be when you see the church you see Jesus because he is the anointed one we should be the anointed people because that's who we're consumed with what am I filled with everything because he, he, he what's that we must take our seats in glory. Only a few minutes. Uh, we must take our seats in glory. Here you go. That's why I said, remember, he said he went up high. Even when we were dead by our own shortcomings, he made us alive together in fellowship and in union with Christ. He gave us the very life of Christ. He wait, What? You either believe or you don't. He gave us the very life of Christ. The same new life with which he quickened him or the same new life Jesus had when he got out of the grave. It is by grace. It is by grace that that same life lives in us. And then if you read further, it said we took joint seats with him. When he got up, you either believe or you don't. When he got up, we got up. You believe or you don't. But when he got up with all power in his hands, we got up. The scripture says in verse 6, I believe it is, it's not going to pop up, that we not only are joint heirs, but we are joint seated with Christ. 
So when I really believe that, I pray different. I can't pray for my emotions. Because heaven ain't filled with. I pray from the word, which is spirit. So then somebody might ask, how does he make us one? How? Right? Because it's hard to believe, it's hard to think like we really one. Like he really and me. Right? And some of you have such a sin conscious, you like, ain't no way he live in me because I would be acting like that. No, no, no. Agape exists in you and the real agape will never force himself on you. And if you don't believe he lives in you, then you ain't saved. Because if he don't live in you, how you saved then? That just totally goes against the theology of the gospel. It totally goes against it. If you don't believe he lives in you, then you don't have a new man. Because there's only one other spirit that qualified, and that's his. No, you're choosing daily to not to live a habitual lifestyle Pick up his mind. Pick up his characteristics. Cultivate the fruit of the spirit. You're choosing to cuss them out instead of holding your tongue. It's a choice. We choose to sit on the phone for an hour and talk with someone talking negativity and mess. We choose to be in conversations only highlighting what's wrong. I'm I'm tired of just talking about what's wrong. I'm tired of just pointing out the problem. Where's the solutions? Where's the answers? It's not that I'm avoiding the facts or the negativity going on in the world, but we got to focus on only what we can control. And some people just like complaining and like pointing out the bad. Some people just like being stuck. They do not want to get out that ditch. No, I get it. The spirit is willing, flesh is weak. Every time I want to do good, evil's always present. Evil's always present. I got to choose to follow it. It's always there to tempt me. But at the same time, he said, Here, here's what, so you won't walk out of here. Here's what the Lord said. This day I put before you life and death. If you feel that temptation is there, life is always there. There's always the other option. But the fleshy one is easier. So how does it make us one? You can't just, you can't just do that. You see me writing how some people might be thinking, you just can't do that. You can't just confer. You can't, you can't just put Jesus in me. You can't just say resurrection power in me. So y'all got to bear with me because part of me can't even wrap my mind around this stuff. I'm, give, I'm giving it to you the best I can. I only know in part. And so all I could do is reach for just practical. Like when the Bible said, if sin reigned because of Adam, Everyone in here can agree, 100% of you can agree that you're a sinner. You ain't never woke up and be like, I ain't no sinner. I ain't never sinned in my life, fool. You crazy. A lot of y'all saved and still see yourself as a sinner. So if you're a sinner because of one man, then, then you was born into sin because of one man. You were a sinner before you sinned. So if you were a sinner before you sinned, then why can't you be a winner before you win? Okay, okay. 
uh, if, if, if death reigned because of one man, then why can't not life reign because of one man? You see, the sin conscious you, it's easy to believe this over the sin and the death. But when you telling me that victory is in me, when you telling me I can get up, I ain't never got to argue with you and say you got to lay down or you failed, you a failure, you suck. You might get mad at me because I said you suck, but you in your head agree. But if I'm telling you a victor, if I'm telling you more than a conqueror, you're like, can y'all just stop talking Christianese? Ain't it funny how life is Christianese? I just want to talk to somebody to keep it real. Oh, so now what you're saying is life ain't real no more. You see how disconnected and fools we, fooled we are? Somebody come to you, give you life, and tell you you can do it. I'm like, oh, whatever. But you turn on that song, that Tupac, man, see, they feel me, see? Rick Ross, feel me, see? You, you know, yin yang twin, feel me. They don't even do, they ain't even on no more. Right, Drake, feel me. Lil Yachty, feel me. Right, so we'll pump the music for the soundtrack of our flesh. That worship music, man, I don't want to feel, listen to no worship music. Do that on Sunday. Okay, so you'll win one day a week. Okay. Is he, is he, with, is he with you? How is my child a mix of me and his mom, me and their mom? I'm just trying to help you understand how you, how you mixed with how Jesus is in you. Why does my children have to deal with strongholds I had? How did that happen? How did I impart my insecurities to my boys? Oh, can I be vulnerable? Oh, my boys have some of the insecurities. When I see my son sometimes, be like, man, dad, I don't want to wear this. How this look, dad? I don't, I don't want to, no, dad, dad. And I'll be like, son, that's fire. No. I was like, man, I remember I used to be so uncertain of myself. I imparted that. So if me as a father, earthly father can impart insecurity, why can't Jesus impart life? How did my kids get my DNA? There's certain, if, I, if I'm not a man of integrity, there's certain things my kids will suffer from just because they have my last name. Therefore, there's certain access you have just because of his surname. How did the whole house get sick? Oh, somebody that had a sickness, walked in the house, touched something, coughed, it got in the air. It got in the atmosphere. And by you just being in the atmosphere, you got an itchy throat. I'll close with Luke 11. Let me ask you this. Do you know of any father who would give his son a snake on a plate when he asked for a serving of fish? Of course not. Do you know of any father 
who would give his daughter a spider when she had asked for an egg? Of course not. This is Jesus talking. If imperfect parents know how to lovingly take care of their children and give them what they need, how much more will the perfect heavenly father give the Holy Spirit's fullness when his children ask? So are you a, be you a better parent than he is? What he's saying is my gift to you was your brother, my son, your savior, and putting my spirit in you. And when he put his spirit in you, he put himself in you. But ain't that how it started? He formed you and he came and breathed himself. So when I get filled in the, with the spirit, it's just the second transaction of him breathing inside of me. I lost it through Adam and through Jesus. That's why you got to be saved first, then receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. But before sin, God did that on just free. And he blew himself. And to say that I'm anointed is to simply say that the Lord is having full reign on my life and his power is working through me. I'm not better than you. I may be more surrendered than you, but I'm nowhere near better. I was born a sinner just like you, but somewhere we're making different choices. Somewhere you're making priorities that I'm not making priority. Somewhere I have hope that you don't. Does it make me better? But there's something that I may have done that have positioned me to see differently, clearer, higher. Does it make me better? And I started off saying, I pray that I can impart something to you because someone imparted it to me. And I pray that my example, my advertisement of what he's doing in my life will influence at least one or two people and somebody will say, man, I'm tired of living this low self this this low, barely making it. All I want is to own some property to pass to my kids. I don't want to rule. I don't want to reign. I don't want to walk in the fullness of what I was created to do. Man, own, do what you do, have kids, get married, do it. But don't forfeit sonship for something you will never be able to take. The realm of the anointing is a place we live, not visit. This is a place where we exist in life. We're in the natural for sure. But when we die and enter back into the kingdom in its fullness, we're just going to go back to where we started. We're not just going to float in the sky. It will be a new heaven. It will be a new earth. And the kingdom of God and ruling and reigning will be, will, will, will be restored to its fullness. But while we're here, you're going to get grumpy. 
but ain't no grumpy in the new heaven and the new earth. But until then, you got to walk in this anointing to overcome these realms that once had access to you and they're just knocking on the door. Hey, you think you got anger issues. Sure. But you also got the power to overcome it. You got the anointing to respond differently. I know they get on your nerves, but you're born again. You don't have to respond the same way. And as you respond as a son, then sonship glory falls on you, consumes you. And before you know it, feelings and self-discipline and control and, and the realm, you experience the realm. And that's what he said. When you experience this great power, then. And so give God a chance by making kingdom choices. Stand, prioritize God's ways and Jesus' ways and his character and his fruit. But if you don't get nothing else tonight, you got to wrestle with this. But that 2,000 years ago, yeah, that's true. But we make it sound like he was left back there. But that 2,000 year ago Jesus is still alive in you. Come on, come on. Just right where you are. Just right where you are. Just begin to pray into that. Begin to pray in the spirit. Begin to pray into that. We're going to close. Just begin to pray into that. I'm not walking in that inferiority complex no more. Come on, whatever the Holy Spirit has been placing on your heart, release that right now. Yes, you are anointed. Go higher and higher and higher. Go higher and higher and higher. Glory to glory. Go higher and higher and higher. You see different when you go higher. You talk different when you go higher. You stand different when you go higher. We're anointed. Your anointing is in this place. your hands right where you are please say Lord take me higher anoint me that I may do the good works that you have created me to do Holy Spirit help me take back my seat I want to be a son not an orphan I want to walk in authority. I know where I am weak, you are strong. 
Hide me in your glory. Hide me in your glory. Look at your neighbor on the left and right and say, you're anointed. joining us for this week's podcast make sure you like and subscribe on all of your favorite streaming platforms and follow us on social media you can find us on ig and facebook at love quest intl church we out here but you know what it is you know the motto we out of time but we ain't out of jesus so till next time get your love fix man